0: Well, the weather for the whole of the south of England will continue as it has for the next few weeks. It's going to be hot and moist, with temperatures rising steadily as time goes on. There's a chance of steamy moments as we move into the... Ah, uh, sod it. We never wanted to do this. We never wanted to be weathermen and women, making innuendos about hot atmospheres and drizzly countries. We didn't want to be child-friendly. We didn't want to bang on about being for over-18s only. We want to talk about our sexy adventures. We want to be lifestylers, leaping from bush to bush as we sail down the rivers of British sex clubs and mountains of crazy experiences. The cheeky purple mamba, the liquid silk pumped liberally into our hand, the rodeo classic brief harness complete with Tantus Curve, the enjoy pure one stainless steel dildo, the hot octopus digit, the ever so short messages on fab swingers, the sexy friends on Twitter and the mighty vanilla alternative. With my best girly by my side, we'd swing, swing, swing. Get in the gym or to your car, without advice you could go far, and fuck things up and we make mistakes, talk about our sexy days. And welcome to episode 72 of the Bed Hoppers Podcast. My name's Mr. H. And I'm Mrs. H. We have some amazing guests with us today. Um, we've talked about them before, haven't we?
1: Yes. You waited for <laughs> me to have a sip of drink. <laughs>
0: what? I didn't do that.
1: You know I take every moment to have a sip of drink.
0: So you literally waited for the for the time yeah. for me to intro the podcast to
1: Pretty much. I needed a drink straight away. <laughs> oh,
0: really? Is that the way it's gonna to go today? Yes,
1: I'm gonna put it down there.
0: So we're in lockdown. Yes. We are isolated.
1: Complete isolation With each other Aren't you lucky?
0: Yeah, no one has died as of yet <laughs> We are drinking, it's Friday night So we thought we'd um, call up some friends and interview them for a change Yay! But that makes it sound like they're interviewing us quite a lot
1: Well, we said they were going to ask questions, so
0: They say a lot of things, but let's see if it, <laughs> it pans out to be true Anyway, welcome to the show, uh, Barney and Emma Stone Thank you for joining us
2: Hello, Hello.
0: <laughs> Don't be shy, you can talk if you want to
2: <laughs> We are talking, you can hear us, yeah?
0: yeah, we yep, have, yeah. <laughs> I, got, I, I muted the
2: button and then I thought, oh crap I've not unmuted
0: it um,
1: Emma Stone's <laughs> literally mirroring me I'm picking my drink up and she's doing the same why is
0: everyone drinking because when they should be talking it's Friday and
3: it's been a really why long week we yeah as I say we're in lockdown and there's gin of course you're don't just a <laughs> <presence. laughs>
0: but we're doing this for the entertainment of hundreds if not thousands
3: (laughs) tens tens and
1: twenties of people
0: yes i'm gonna listen to this (laughs) probably when i edit it but not when i publish it (laughs) so we've known these guys for oh it's a while now isn't it yeah years yeah
2: yeah, about a year
0: about a year (laughs)
2: you
3: know what? I, I reckon it's probably about a year this
0: month. Oh, it's our anniversary! It's anniversary. Yay. <laughs> Hooray! Let's all drink to that. No, no one drink. Stop <laughs> drinking, everyone. Everyone it's keep
2: talking. Friday. <laughs> what else
1: is there well, to we do? To see you last, last weekend.
2: Oh. Yeah, last
0: yeah weekend. so we were supposed to be having our, our social yeah. and they were due to come along to it. And the social has been postponed. Go on again. Coronageddon Strikes again. I know, Coronageddon.
2: So.
1: Corona-geddon.
2: Mm. I like that. I'm going to adopt that. I've been calling the news reports the Armageddon update every day at five o'clock.
0: The Corona-geddon update. It is now.
1: It is the Corona-geddon.
0: Mrs. H. Law.
1: Thanks. That's right. <laughs> so
0: you guys have been in the lifestyle or swinging for quite a while now.
3: Yes. About 11 years now. 10, 11 years. Yeah. Yeah. About 11 yeah. years. Yeah. So pretty much our entire relationship.
2: Yeah. For six months, oh. yeah, long time. <laughs> that was <a> long time. <laughs> <laughs> touched everything.
1: Wow. <laughs> so, had can I ask, had you heard of swinging before you got together, or did you discover it as a couple?
3: We, I think, I don't know how you perceived it, but the whole, you know, you guys have discussed it before, swinging being the whole keys in a bowl and papyrus grass and things like that. Whereas when we looked into it. We kind of stumbled across it in a way because we'd gone at it. (laughs) Gone at it. (laughs) Was it a Friday? (laughs) We'd kind of entered the scene as such, um, as a lot of people do, looking for a single girl. Mm. Whereas uh funnily enough, our first single girl encounter was only last year. Yeah, last year. So we ended up going from uh, chatting about it somehow or other, you set up a profile on <laughs> <Somewhere> <laughs> within half an hour <laughs> on, this was back in the day, this was in Swinger Nation, Swing Nation yeah. so we started Swinger Nation, yeah and there was lots of, sort of chat and pictures and and that kind of thing um eventually arranged to meet with a couple thought, you know, to see what happens uh, and then sort of hadn't I haven't looked back since
2: then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, that, that was kind of it. I mean, my my exposure to, to swinging came uh, a lot uh, sooner than that. So I, I actually grew up uh, with uh, two of my really close friends. Their parents were swingers and quite open about it.
0: Oh, wow. wow.
2: So I had a really positive view of of that relationship dynamic. Um, still had the keys in the bowl, pampas grass... Mm. Uh, Tint, tinge to it Um, But yeah, I mean, people that I uh, I'm still quite close with um, And, you know, their their kids, my friends at the time They knew about it I mean, I think probably very similar to to you guys' situation You know, the kids were aware of it Weren't particularly participating around that But were a very sex-positive, body-positive family So, again, growing up around that was, yeah, I think that that formed and shaped part of my outlook on on relationships, really.
0: So, two things that are springing to mind. One, so would the title of your biography be 11 Years to a Unicorn? (laughs) 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 And the the second was, (laughs) (laughs) thank you. Um, The the second was, so these um, folks, your friends' folks, um, did they, in fact, have pampas grass outside? (laughs) (laughs) They
2: did. <laughs> oh my God! No, you're kidding. <laughs> and interestingly, I met and knew um, several of their um, uh, partners. You know, the the parents' partners. So it was it was very much uh, all within the street and all within the environment. So uh, I mean, yeah, growing up, apart from knowing um, my friends' parents were into it, I maybe knew four or five different couples that they all played together with within the town that we grew up in.
0: Wow.
1: Wow. So what was your view of that, I suppose, that that first exposure you had?
2: Um, Very much, um, I think it was just, I I was kind of ambivalent to it, if that makes sense. like Mm -hmm. They told me, I absorbed the information and went, does this change how I look at them? No. Okay, moving on. and it, I mean, it was, it, it was very much the same, uh, the, the, their daughter, my, my, my friend at the time, one of my best friends at the time, she came out as gay. And she said, and she was really nervous about it. And she told me that, look, I'm gay. This, this is, this is uh, how I feel. This is my relationship. And I was like, OK. And she's like, well, don't, don't, you, don't you feel a way about it? I'm like, no. Are you, like, are you happy? Yeah. Well, then why do you care about what I think? As long as you're happy with it, great. And that that was kind of my attitude with with their parents of, okay, you're you're in this life, um, great. Are you happy with it? Does it affect how you get on with anything? Then then fine. This is this is what it is. So, yeah,
1: okay.
0: So what made you two decide? Because I guess you got together before you figured you're in the lifestyle. What made you decide to jump into that world?
3: I think. It started when, I mean, we've always been quite adventurous, so to speak, um, and, you know, we were very much talking about what we'd like to try, what, you know, what things we haven't done, and I think it just went from there, sort of talking about fantasies and what we wanted to explore, and then by going online and finding Swinger Nation, it was, it kind of opened our eyes to what we We'd be willing to try. Um, and I think that's still our, our kind of motto now, isn't yeah. it? It's we kind of try stuff, um, <laughs> and if we don't like it, we won't do it again. Yeah. Um, and that's that's kind of always been our approach, really. Where we you know we will make sure that we talk about it and think it through first. But in the moment, it's if it feels right, we we do it.
2: Yeah, and I think like one of the the big things for for us. Um, was we had 10 years of friendship under our belts before we got together as a Mm -hmm. couple. So we we knew what each other's um, proclivities were like, our sexual appetites were like, and also we we had friendship there. We had a pre-existing foundation to to build on. So when we got into the life so soon into our relationship, it wasn't really, uh, it didn't really feel like it was very soon. Um, because we had all of that under our belts beforehand.
1: Yeah, so you had a strong foundation to build on. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I'm really interested. Um, how has your swinging journey then evolved over time? <coughs> you, you mentioned that you try a lot of things and you you see how yes, you go. and think, if it doesn't <laughs> want to move on, well,
3: it has. It has sort of changed many times, really. I mean, initially yeah, we traditions. went in with the viewpoint of, um either finding a single girl or playing very much, exploring my bisexual side um, and perhaps being a soft swap, whereas very quickly, we ended up meeting couples and engaging in full swaps. Um, And then in the last sort of six, seven months, we, well, no, but just maybe before that, when you were working away, it was the case of, you know actually we we this is really part of our lives that we enjoy exploring, and part of it for both of us is that we enjoy each other getting enjoyment so that's yeah. that's part of our yeah. you know the comparison of, the bit. Comparison a little bit of yeah. see, you know seeing or partner with somebody else that is the enjoyment for us um so we'd always said, say room because we'd like to to actually see that, however, being apart from each other we Started to discuss well, how would we feel about playing separately? Um, and this was a you know huge change for us, mm. however, again, it was a case of well, we'll talk about it and we'll you know play it by ear and see what happens and every step of the way. And then we we you know went down that path, and it was actually we both feel happy about this, we both feel that we're getting things from this It's really negatives for us. Um, and that led us down more of a kind of kink BDSM path which yeah. is where we've gone to in the last sort of six seven months
2: because we we were actually returning from uh Leeds having met a, a great couple um who, yes. who I think uh,
3: they
2: they're also listeners of yours I think maybe you they contacted you you yes. got us in touch there was, there was some connection there and um, went up we'd met then had oh, a great right, night yes. with them and we're on our way back, and I think it, we were listening to you guys. Mm. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> <laughs> and it was That um, stag, uh, secret stag and vixen yes. episodes, and we were, and we listened to that, and we said, okay, well, how do you feel about that? Because mm. at the time, you know, this is this is me. I'm away. For, I'm 18 months away, mm. four or five days a week, and <clears throat> um, and it it was, you know, for 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 me particularly, you know, I was going to work and sitting in hotel rooms day after day, you know, Sunday, Thursday, week after week. And to be honest, it was really quite lonely. Mm-hmm. So we had this conversation about, well, look, there's uh, a scene around where I am, you know, we're on uh, Swinger, uh, we're on Fan Swingers, you know, I I kind of run that account. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I see a lot of the activity that comes through that and actually what would we feel about, Uh, pursuing that on a separate basis and you know we had we had several talks and we put lots Mm. of rules in place and how things happen and again those rules go through iterations and go through through different elements and you know we came at the back end of that having it started playing separately and and, and enjoying that and found that really it didn't impact our relationship in any negative way and actually it reaffirmed all the positive things from from our relationship because it's Every experience that we have, we always filter that back into each other. Mm. You know, we always, we've always viewed the lifestyle as an addition to our life, not as replacing anything. Mm. You know, I, I, I've said to... I to, uh, almost said your name there Episode, <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
2: You know, at, at, at any point, she's enough. You know, I could walk away from this and she would be enough. But we both agree that actually this is this is part of what we enjoy from our our, our, our lifestyle in general. And, and when we speak to some of our vanilla friends and they talk about <coughs> some of the uh, issues in their relationships, um, sometimes we have the opinion of do you know what, you'd be so much more happier if you just had sex with other people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and gave each other consent to do that. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's,
2: it, it, it's, a, it's a really interesting thing for me that having been in this life for as long as we have, and, you know, this is the longest relationship that I've ever been in. Um, and I think it's, you know, absolutely the strongest relationship i have ever been in. And I think it is the stronger for having been in this lifestyle. Our communication is Mm -hmm. amazing. We talk about things that are on our mind. We don't let things fester if we've got a problem. We're very happy to explore new things Um, and, and, you know, really happy to explore new things. We'll see a thing, we'll read something, and we'll give it a go. And it's, you know, very similar to yourselves, where we've travelled around the world and had swinging adventures and we've met people from all over the world from America, Canada, Mexico, Australia, Holland And these amazing people That if we were not in this lifestyle We'd never have come across We'd never have come across you guys um, And, you know, we we talk to you three, four times a week And have done for a year And and we've got like, a really great banter and rapport And, you know, we value you guys as friends And again, had we not done that That'd be a relationship that wouldn't be in our lives And I think we'd be the poorer for it
1: Oh, all the fields right there um, and plus she looks at Emma Stone, so that's I miss weird. you. <laughs> uh, it's really interesting. It, it really does make you um, adult, doesn't it, this <clears throat> lifestyle? It makes you very, very grateful for the relationship you have and you have someone in your life that understands what you need and you can give that to each other and not have any yep. judgment.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So one of the things you said, and this is going right back to, to I've been writing notes. This is how efficient I've been <laughs> That's today. That's why
1: you've been so quiet. I know, I know. have <laughs>
0: been, been listening and, out, and paying attention and, and looking at the lovely people in front of I me. I
1: thought you we were just like colouring oh, yeah. in things.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> but we had to move the iPad. The battery was dying and we needed to get to a plug. So no, if you're
1: looking at her, her, It's fine. Her, her. I'm enjoying the of you. It's cool.
0: <laughs> so one of the things you mentioned was Swinger Nation. Now... We have heard tales of Swinger Nation, um, <laughs> which, as I understand it, was probably the the for a while the premium UK um, swing <laughs> online site until Fab Swingers came along and uh, yeah. I assume mashed it into the ground. But tell us a bit about that. What was that, What were those experiences like?
3: I I found it a little bit more like Facebook. So your profile itself looked a little bit glossier. Um, it was much more kind of photo video heavy when I mean, the quality it, it appeared a little bit better in terms of interface and things hmm. although the style around it it was a bit like Facebook in terms of likes and comments so yeah. you'd go on and initially you'd be the the sort of homepage would be about photos of the day and they'd be like highest rated photo of the day so it's much more I suppose exhibitionist friendly in that sense but also a little bit not competitive but I suppose it was no, I think it's, yeah, it a little bit and I mean if people you, if you,
2: you managed to get picture of the day that was a great thing but also if you didn't get picture of the day you're like oh okay yeah, m- m- I must know, try harder I
1: <laughs>
3: <fact that> <laughs> do some more sitters <laughs> as top rated pictures um, however you have to pay I believe yeah. um, and there were like, different sort of subscription levels similar similar to Fab, where you could be like a silver or gold supporter yeah um, but it you know it it served a purpose but i feel fab is i suppose efficient in a way um for 93 yeah i suppose you know anyone is on fab you know knows but it's like it's not the prettiest sort of way of presenting things um however there isn't much else out there is there (laughs) <laughs> no, there's not. Um, there are pros and cons on... The,
2: there, there's a lot out there. It's just you have to pay for it. And unfortunately... You don't want to
0: people,
2: pay. Yeah, <laughs> don't want to pay for it. I mean, no. you you do pay for fab. Mm. That, the, the reality well, is you probably pay about 30-odd quid if, a year for fab. Really I mean, it's, not, it's not a lot. Well, you, yes, you don't have to pay for fab, but a lot of things are locked behind that pay wall.
1: Yeah, you yeah. don't get much for free.
2: Yeah. No. Um, and, you know, fab is... A practically the exact same platform it was ten years ago. Yeah, I think it looks the same, feels the same. They've added videos recently, Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, Fab fab serves a purpose. I mean, there's Double Date Nation, there's SDC, and I mean, SDC is uh, again a a very good site. It's almost got too much content, Um, and I think Swinger Nation back then, I think that was that's one of the reasons why people migrated to Fab was there was almost too much content on it. Or or, or rather, it was a very busy page.
1: Hmm. I get you.
0: So one of the, my other notes, so i oh, just goodness. ripening through my so notes. So you weren't now. just doing
1: like a dot to dot or something? <laughs> no, I
0: drew a wonderful picture of a Wolverine. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> um, so one of the things you mentioned, that that your your journey has evolved from um, looking for a unicorn to sort of playing with couples, to uh, playing separately, to, to kink. So kink is something that that doesn't come massively into our lives, but can you tell us a little bit about your kink journey?
3: so it's been oof yeah, it's been a journey um it's we've kind of gone from zero to a hundred very i see you know very quickly, being very much the experimentalist slash explorers that we are um yeah, we kind of threw ourselves into it, so now we've found ourselves. Uh, we we play ourselves mm. In a DS Dynamic so dominant submissive um, And I think within Exploring this I found Particularly that Being a submissive is Is sort of part of myself um, I was you know We've always been part of the lifestyle but Knowing that fi- Sort of finding this like In the 30s finding this Knowing that actually this is a part of my life That I want to have every day, hmm. which has been a big deal really. <clears> so <throat> initially we kind of dabbled in it ourselves. Um, and then I started chatting to a guy who actually we met for a social. Met our a, first met for a social. social but this was this was the time our first social event where we were not looking to play separately. We were very much playing as a couple. Hmm. Um i put well we've put on our um Our fab profile that we were paying separately, and you know, please message in a you know in a polite way. <laughs> Often find that single guys aren't quite. Please, single guys, be polite on Fab. um But this particular person had messaged me, and then from then we have engaged in a DS dynamic for the last seven months. Yeah, and f- well, you afterwards. know, sort of fully explored everything around that. Um, and separately,
2: you have as well um, yeah, I mean for, from my point of view, the getting into kink was a little bit more difficult for me, um it was something the that, that Emma very much wanted to explore, so I was all in favor of exploring it, but I came to it of the view of, well, it seems quite aggressive, it seems quite you yeah, know all the negative tropes that you might come across that mm-hmm. that's that's what I came to it with but also I'm, I'm I, I think well we are the type of couple that we immerse ourselves in this lifestyle mm-hmm. um so I mean I I met a professional dominatrix in a in a, in a social capacity yes. <laughs>
3: um,
2: yeah, jealous. Jealous. you really did
1: throw uh, yourself well, into it yeah. Yeah.
2: yes <laughs> Yeah, um, all,
3: all the questions but,
2: you know, bit like, but yeah, but all the questions. So I would meet people who have been in the, life, uh, in the kink life for many, many years, mm. and, and you know friends of ours, people that I've worked with, um, and just ask all the questions. Yes. And I, I think for me, that's how I, I, I learn anything, really. It's okay, mm. well, what is it that you enjoy? Why is it that you enjoy that? Yes What, what makes you feel this particular way? Um, and then I can generate my take my spend my take away from from those experiences so um yeah it was very much generated out of uh emma's wants and needs and, and i think needs is it, it needs to be underlined in that capacity because it, when she says every day it, it is an everyday thing and it genuinely helps her stress her anxiety yeah. um uh, and it's cathartic in, in quite a lot of ways. So from that and from the separate play, I've uh, now got two full time submissives, um, and that's uh, it's almost like a twenty four hour a day, seven day a week job. <laughs> um, not, not, and I don't say that in any begrudging way. But each submissive, particularly when you have a twenty four seven lifestyle, it's it is a lot. It genuinely is a lot, and <clears throat> the. Um, focus and attention for each individual is is what you really need to, to put into it because the individual is the, the element. I mean, I, I don't need to be dominant to enjoy my sex life at all, actually. Mm. And I've, I've said that before, but everything that I do and the effort that I put into it and the shibari classes I take and the videos I watch and the blogs I read and the erotica that I write is all focused on making myself better for the submissives that I do look after because I it's looking after them. Mm-hmm. And I always want to make sure that they get the experiences from me that that they require. Um and the thing that I get to put into that is my dominant style is not uh, a a physical one. You know, you meet a lot of dominants who they are dominating or mm-hmm. domineering. Um, you know, I prefer to use my words to get into someone's head and and, and work that way. And that that's how I can access that
1: well, psychological to... play uh, no,
2: psychological play is, is a little bit of a different thing mm-hmm. it's more understanding their particular need and right. then turning that into something that I can play with whereas you know I've seen some uh, scenes uh, from, from kink play and I think bloody hell that's extreme yeah could, you know, yeah. could, could I take myself to that place to do that thing um, and in most regards, with a little bit of uh, courage and and, and encouragement, um, yes, I can. Because again, it's for, for for Emma and I. It's very much everything's on the table until it's not.
3: Mm. Mm-hmm. But I think when you're saying with things sort of being extreme or getting yourself in a headspace or being like you were saying, like a mental play, I think the difference for us between. <sighs> how we would approach the lifestyle mm. and being now in more of a sort of kink community is having those established connections and relationships because if you're going to put yourself in a position where for example if you're into sort of impact play where you want to be spanked or something there is an element of of, you know you have to trust that person oh, gotcha. if you've got to allow someone to, to tie you up and spank you in a hotel room like you need to, to know that you're in a safe environment and, and have those discussions previously and have those negotiations um, and I think it's a lot of people's perception around BDSM and kink is what they've seen in Fifty Shades Yeah. and, <laughs> yeah. and unfortunately that's such a uh, actually quite a negative view yeah, oh my
1: god yeah if I'd had a pound for every time I'd um, that. that
3: this, this is the thing I mean I think from from being, you know, six months ago, really, apart from what, you know, reading the and that kind of <laughs> dipping into it, I I wasn't very knowledgeable. I've made sure now I am very knowledgeable. Um, and actually, the, the view as well of that, if you're a submissive, it's like, oh, I'll just do anything for my dom and I'll just do as I'm told. Actually, no, it is a, it is a negotiation. It's a two-way yeah. street. It's not all about you signing a contract, signing your life away. It's about having those discussions the the person who's dominating you needs to know what you like what you don't like what your limits are what turns you on and that's the kind of mental stimulation so for me going for the separate play um you you know barney was more you know they're physically attractive and we are going to have fun physically whereas for me i kept saying i'm not finding any guys that i want to play with because if i'm going to play on my own I need to have that chat first. That's mentally stimulating, yeah. um, and actually, someone who is a natural dominant, so to speak, wants to stimulate mentally and have those sort of conversations first and know about you before play. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I found the main difference has been. It's it's having. More of an established relationship yeah. and connection with somebody, rather than it just being let's meet in a club, let's let's play and then go home.
2: I mean, so my, my my personal opinion when it comes to that, and and, and sort of like feed into what what Emma's saying is the, there's a difference between dominant and dominating, and and most of the guys that we were getting messages from on Fab were very much like I'm going to do this to you, I'm gonna mm. you're gonna suck my dick, whatever. Just this is what mm. you're gonna do for me to me it's about me, whereas, uh, and I only use this as my personal experience and the people that we um, uh, socialise with and that and, and she plays with, it's what can I do for you? And I think that that's mm. the mark for us of, of someone who actually takes the time and effort and care, because there needs to be a lot of care for us mm. when it goes into this, particularly if you are going to be, in as a she says, in a vulnerable yeah. situation, tied up, uh, spanked, choked, Burned whatever it is you're into. There has to be a lot of trust wow. there. Uh, <laughs> I've just seen Mrs H's eyes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't remember burning in Fifty Grey. <laughs> well, not literal burning. <laughs> no, <it> depends <laughs> what
3: you're into. But like, like, been, some people are.
2: Don't scare
3: people
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think it has to. You know, it's the first question I would always ask anyone is, "What is it that makes you feel submissive? Uh, you know, what is it that makes you feel safe, dominated, whatever it is?" So that then I can tailor that experience for that person.
0: So it's, it's an interestingly complex situation. And I think part of what I wonder what listeners may want to know about. So if they've never experienced this well before, what, what would you tell them to do if they're an absolute beginner?
3: Oh, I'd say for an absolute beginner is before you do anything or put yourself out there or try and meet people is actually just go away and do some proper research there are lots of youtube channels there's you know for example fet life as a website um there are so many avenues out there to educate yourself before putting yourself in a situation especially for i'd say for submissives male or female um i've you know i've come across on on websites or even on um fab where people who are quite inexperienced but it's um it's kind of like sub-frenzy where people think, Oh yeah, I'm really into this. I'll do anything. I have no limits, <laughs> you know, whatever you want to do to me. And actually that's quite not just naive but quite dangerous. Um, and unfortunately there, there are going to be people out there who will take advantage of that. Um, you need to make sure you are educating yourself. Another another way actually that I found quite useful is there's um, something called a BDSM test. It's it's basically a website called BDSM Test. Uh you answer a few questions and it gives you um like in percentages of, of kind of what you may be into. Like, like uh,
0: a personality
2: profile, hard,
3: But it might say you are eighty percent submissive or you're fifty percent whatever and, and actually some of the I did
0: one of those, it told me I
3: was in Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> but Actually, for me, I, I read some of these things. It was like, you know, you are rope bunny or you're this or you're that. You think, oh, what is that? And yeah. that led me then to research and explore what those terms meant and what actually that might look like in terms of play. Um, you know, looking at porn isn't necessarily as helpful because um, a lot of the negotiation and the aftercare um, is left out in porn. Um, Sorry, I'm just that- going to
0: point out that Mrs. H is still laughing over my last joke. <laughs> Yes, he can't control what she's doing. <laughs> that was a good one. It um, um, just
3: really tickled
2: me. Even BDSN porn is still very focused on the male pleasure a lot of the time. But it's
3: like any porn. I mean, I, you know, you can't. It's like saying to someone, oh, I don't know what sex is, go and watch porn. It, it's yeah. the same thing. However, I think it's good as a tool in terms of. Does that turn you on? And if you look at that and think, "Oh, you know, watching someone being tied up," I'd like to experience that. Go and learn about it. Go and talk to people about it. It doesn't mean necessarily that you have to throw yourself into it in terms of physical play, mm-hmm. but equip yourself with knowledge. Um, that's what I would say. For me, I, I I'm very much if I'm into something, I I watch, I read, I want to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and also for me, as as a submissive, I see that as part of Im- improving myself and being a better submissive is is actually learning and and training as such in 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 terms of certain in elements. Yeah,
0: there's definitely I mean, a whole for- thing about educating yourself, though. That I think even just mm-hmm. from a lifestyle perspective, that people yeah, forget it's your about. method,
3: doesn't
1: it? Your well, your, yeah. your way Well,
0: I you know I I think you can put yourself. in in any of these things, in a dangerous situation, whether you're uh, dominant or submissive. I mean, the last thing you'd want to do is hurt someone in a way that they didn't want. And the last thing you'd want to do is be hurt in a way that you didn't want either. So the more you can learn and the more you can actually understand this, the the better off you'll be in the long term. We went to, uh, what was that club that we went to? Townhouse. Oh, yes. Um, Townhouse um, is a really good club for understanding a, a lot more about yeah. bdsm and and the owners um are really good at, at sort of giving off demonstrations and talking about this sort of stuff
1: and i yes. think they're probably really good at policing it in a good yeah. way as well and making yeah. sure that people know I what they're doing and what they're signing up for
3: i was gonna say in terms of kind of etiquette and consent i found in the kink community people are far more respectful than necessarily just in the lifestyle community
0: absolutely
3: uh, Mm. You know, people generally, you know, we have 11 years in, people generally when we've been to clubs and things are very respectful. However, I found it's even more so within kink. So okay. recently we have attended um, a munch. So a munch is a social, but for the kink community, it's very much in a pub, just having a chat. But because there's such a huge variety of people into different things there's uh, no assumptions there's no assumption that people are into sexual play um there's no assumption that they're looking to play or do anything with other people they're purely there to talk um and meet like-minded folk and actually what was lovely was everyone we spoke to was so respectful there was no um presumption it was it was just a really respectful environment probably the most respectful environment i've been in in terms of anything around lifestyle or play, uh, which was really, I don't know, I I, I found that brilliant. But I think Um, the whole scene
1: revolves around that that level of consent and people adhering to those boundaries and those rules is is absolutely key, isn't it? Otherwise people wouldn't. Trust you, and yeah, you. So I think it's really important that people do that anyway.
0: But we've found that people that are properly into the BDSM world and that cross over into mm. the swing world are universally more respectful, yeah, and understand the level of consent that goes with it. Yeah, they have a
1: level of um, reverence, I suppose, for what they're doing, and they treat it as something that is to be handled with care and respect. So I think yeah. that's really evident, in as you say, in all the people that we've come across, certainly.
3: I think also because some people have, you know, for example, things like collaring, and uh, there's almost like a sort of sacred ritualistic uh, culture within yeah, BDSM. Sort of yeah. um, so, for example, I've recently discovered fat Life, um, which has been great again for educating myself and meeting, uh, well, meeting at the moment, <laughs> talking to like. <laughs> minded people um so for example people's profiles they'll say i'm owned and collared therefore unlike um fab you wouldn't just message them you know hey you want to fuck because that's completely disrespectful <laughs> You're so um, but this is <laughs> there's, there's that element of um of respect around that that, that sort of means something within <clears> that community whereas in the lifestyle community Saying oh, okay, I'm married. Well, okay, you're married, but you still want to play with yeah. other people. That it doesn't sounds a bit odd, but it almost doesn't mean the same thing. Um, which I don't know, I've, I've just I found that quite interesting, but also I, I like the fact that there's this added layer of etiquette and respect, um, for the people in that community. Yeah. Not everybody, but there's there's a lot of people who adhere to that. Yeah, I,
2: th- I think you know that that's absolutely new on the head because you know, we. we you know, very experienced in the lifestyle community. There's there's very little that we haven't experienced or... or, or well, I was going to say that we don't know, but that's probably a bit too presumptuous. But we, we were very experienced in in the lifestyle community. Having gone to a, a kink munch, it was a really uh, eye-opening experience for, for me personally because I was the newbie. Yeah. And meeting the people there and... You know, talking to, to a couple and finding out well they're into age play, but they're into a subset of age play that isn't uh, extreme age play where someone wants to be a baby and someone's a, an adult, but it's a certain type of age play and they do certain type types of play within another community. So it's it's niche within a niche within a niche within a niche, and, and that that sort of stuff fascinates me. So I'm I'm just sitting there all night listening to what they get into, and it was something that had never even crossed my mind at the time, whereas. What we find sometimes within the the lifestyle community is it's it's kind of the same conversations over and over again. Um, you know how they got into it, what they're into, how
0: they do all those bits. You know, it's... Hang on, don't don't be dissing <laughs> with the questions I've already asked you. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: oh no, that's what you said to me. But do you know what I mean? You go to a club and you've got you've got those sort of set three or four questions that you ask a couple that you might be interested in of okay have you been in long are you into a particular thing you know are you are
0: well actually I, I, I think I don't th- actually I don't think that one, one of the big questions in the lifestyle is is what are you into quite often I think no, that no, just yeah, gets I, oh, I know, shucked out the window it's it's much more about of uh, you know it's are you full swap swap, <laughs> swap? Yeah. are you tested maybe if you're lucky <laughs> and and then uh, on we go <laughs> i think i can count on two hands just about um but i can also count on two hands the amount of times i've been asked about what what i mean what i actually want very very rarely i think it was only really when we went to desire with the the swing set crew where that
1: whole elevator pitch yeah the
0: the whole what what do you like and that was that was interesting because you struggled with that i did
1: because
3: no one's really bothered to ask me much i think the difference. I think that's the main. Yes, we've gone on the kink road and we have kind of fully thrown ourselves into the, the DS and the DSM. Mm. However, I think the main transition for me is I personally don't want to go to a club and just meet a random anymore. No, I, and you're, you're I for me, I need I now need that mental stimulation to someone to genuinely care and ask what are you into? Yeah. And that I think that was always a kind of a light bulb moment for me like you've just said in stage like no one really asked me that and the fact that someone was saying no no tell me tell me you know what you went to what do you want to do and we had like a month of talking Mm. before meeting Mm. you know I'd met this person briefly had a quick chat and now it was shit they really want to find out about what I actually want to do And, and this is the thing within BDSM it's a scene you know planning a scene for you Mm -hmm. Uh, where you're in role and you are doing things that you want to do because that person knows you are comfortable with it and knows you will enjoy it, is a completely different experience to, don't get me wrong, we've had had this experience and it's been really fun, but going to a club, oh, you know, you're physically attractive, you might have a bit of banter, and then playing with that person, that can be a really fun thing. However, having that mental simulation, talking about things and those people genuinely knowing... This will turn you on. is completely different.
2: Mm-hmm. So, not not to to a horn, but it's that's that's a question that I tend to ask because that's my goal in any meet that we have. I want to make my partner come. Basically, you know, I want to know what what is it that you enjoy. How do you like it? Rhythm, pace, tongues, whatever it is, because that's what I personally get out of it. I mean, I I you know my orgasm in my mind is secondary because my priority when i do that is is my partner because that's my uh, that's what i get out of it i only i get off by getting my partner off um so yeah i i i, I have met people who are like yeah they haven't had that experience mm-hmm. they haven't had people say you know what is it you're into but i think that's a fundamental question that anyone lifestyle or kinks should be asking. but then
3: how much of a conversation can you have When you're in a club, for example, it's going to be quite a brief conversation, whereas having that time to to talk over days or even weeks is completely different.
2: Well, when you're doing the sapiosexual thing, absolutely. But I think if you're in a club, I think that's a prime opportunity. This is a menu. We're going to have sex. Here are the the four (laughs) things that you can do to get me off. Do these things and I'll have a lovely time. (laughs) Why not?
0: (laughs) So it, so out of interest then, um, you've obviously talked a lot about the kink world and your developments into that is, um, and I'm going to use air quotes and I hate myself for it, but is normal (laughs) swinging still a thing for you or have you found yourself evolving into something different? What, what, what's your play style now?
3: Well, we've kind of almost separated off. Um, so I, I think almost because I'm in my submissive mindset now, I, I have two doms now. So, you know, Barney is my dom. I also have another, you know, a dominant, another dominant. So, for me, that in itself, I want to be a good submissive and I will want to play into that. So, sort of going off and swinging for me is not something that I want to do. However, playing with other women is still something that I enjoy and therefore bringing in. Uh, unicorns or couples who want, you know, that are sort of play with women mm. within that dynamic is still very appealing. Um, and we still have, we still have done yeah. in recent times and She's I'm really planning cool. to do with my <clears throat> dominant. However, it is a bit different for Borman. <laughs> <laughs> she, she
2: says with the leading voice. With the leading um, voice. Yeah, so uh, while Emma's uh, very much sacred sexual, I, I. I am still physically attracted um, to people, um, so yeah I, I I will still meet couples. I'll still meet singles, um, not uh, prolifically in in any regard, because I do have, as I say, two full time subs. Um, so I tend to to spend my time with 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 those uh, people. But it's more
3: of a calendar issue, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> right, like, like genuinely, this has been our. The only issue, I would say that as an the issue we've had is and genuinely, yeah, like when we were away together, we were sitting down getting our diaries out, like Well, you're gonna say so, so and so and you're gonna see like this that's been the main like so we, we
2: are going to see so and so. Don't make it sound
3: like no. okay, I've no. the thing, and, and whereas you do enjoy still um meeting other you know, singles or meeting couples, yeah, it comes down more of a diary issue
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm curious then so you guys have been to uh mexico not that long yeah. ago um yeah. we know that you you love a little bit of um, desire and temptation oh we do um and we'll talk about those in a minute but but how has that affected your dynamic of going there
3: oh so well i have to say what i found quite interesting <laughs> drink well yeah. i've the last well, we went actually I can't believe we were saying earlier, it was only what, six weeks ago that yeah. we actually went. So this time round, knowing that um we were in our separate DS dynamics, um we were still happy to explore playing with others, but we felt well, we did, but it was very much with me personally playing with other women. Yeah. Um and that's what well, you know I was interested and that's what we did and that was you know fantastic fun and very much enjoyed that but what I found interesting was actually the number of other people who were into kink or BDSM who were there and the, the our previous trip so a, a year before because we weren't in that life it was I was oblivious to it mm. whereas this time around there might have people who we'd get a bit you know chatting to and what are you into and they say oh you know I'd love to try that. Or actually, we're in that kind of dynamic or, you know, we were trying it out. I just found that fascinating. There's, again, it's like with swinging. You go on fab at any one point and there's 30,000 people on there. Uh, Similarly, when you go to any big group of people and start chatting, you find out there's far more people who dip into the lifestyle or BDSM or kink or whatever it might be than you originally think. So I I personally found that quite eye-opening. How many people that we met um, who were like, oh yeah, you know, we, we sort of do that as well. So yeah. maybe, uh, it's good. maybe what it's done then there. for you
1: is given you access to another level of sort of relationships and friendships that you maybe haven't yeah. explored previously. Then,
2: hundred yes. percent. Yeah, 100%. yeah, hundred percent. And it's the gift yeah. that keeps
1: on giving. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> do, do, do you know what's in there about you know vanilla friends versus swing friends? Do you think they're missing out? Once. You know, we really started getting into kink. For us personally, it's like, oh, all of our swing friends that aren't into kink, maybe you're missing out. And again, that's very much a a, a a a joking way of saying that. But we it's it's you know we've been together for you know over eleven years now, and swing brought a new dynamic to our sex life, and now kinks got a whole new mm. dynamic. And and kinks not just one thing. Oh, I mean, nice. we've discovered thing after thing after thing after <laughs> thing. And, the list that we're is getting into, longer. and a, and every day can be a new experience in yes. that particular thing. So where does your
1: rainbow end, and what what's, yeah, what's what when can... you reach and the end of that? That's what I love about it, I think, in a
3: way, because there's. You run out of things? <laughs> if you can think of it, it's a thing. And I think we we you know we're we're very obviously very liberal in our our views about things, yeah. and we're very happy to explore and learn and and try things out. And I think because that's how we go about a lot of things in our life <laughs> yeah. um it, we've got a lot of enjoyment and, and pleasure from it and actually you know bringing in new people that we genuinely care about which is which has been amazing actually yeah
2: which is lovely i mean we we spent new years this year with a couple that we met at a social um and, and when we met them at that that social we thought oh you know maybe they're a bit standoff or anything but no we started messaging and meeting up and we speak to each other all the time, and
3: oh, like I,
2: I, I just sort of look at that thing of six months ago. I didn't know you, and now I'm spending New Year's Eve with you at Vanilla Alternative. Hang on, thanks, thanks, hang thanks on,
1: bringing up New Year's Eve again. Yeah, I was going to say let's oh, not, let's God. not. He's no, only go, just stopped talking about the bloody thing.
0: You yeah. know that we 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 looked at going to Vanilla Alternative, and then we oh, took the decision to go somewhere else.
1: It
3: be an you, to you go to Perl- it's Kismet. But Everything but happens it's, for a reason. Just, I find it amazing <laughs> that you meet great people and friends but actually you know, genuine relationships in a way yeah. through through um either the lifestyle or through me, which is which has been amazing. Yeah.
2: I mean like like said earlier, uh is absolutely enough for me, but I can't imagine our lives being as rich as they are with the lifestyle that we currently eat, we said um,
1: something very yeah. similar a couple of weeks ago. I think. Yeah, I think you might
0: listen to our
2: latest show. We, we could,
1: if we had to, or if we both agreed that was the best thing for our relationship, and that would come first, we would absolutely walk away from this, and we would, you know, put each other's uh, needs first. However, we we kind of looked at each other and thought that our lives are richer for yeah. having the love and the the relationships and the dynamics that we've been lucky enough to encounter i mean yes it's like bumps in the road and we've met some strange people but actually on the whole we've met <laughs> amazing people who have filled our hearts and our lives with nothing but amazing fun and laughter and love so I, I like to think that this is around for a while
0: so i've got a couple of questions left for you and you is may it, not
1: do we have to rate your wolverine picture <laughs> no 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 it's no, fine <laughs>
2: you
0: need
1: to show us them yes. all. <laughs> it with it the needs
0: thoughts? to go on <laughs> I wow. can't I can't move it out because the microphone is in the way, fortunately, so you don't get to laugh <laughs> oh, at oh, it. That
1: old chestnut. Yeah,
0: that old chestnut. <laughs> so um one of the things that we've talked about a little bit with you guys is your love of desire and temptation. And we, we've touched on it a little bit there, but but um for many people, especially in the UK, they won't have had the chance necessarily to to go to these um I'm gonna use the word magical places.
1: Far-flung destinations. Oh, yeah.
0: And and for those that, that, hang on, give me a chance, bloody Barney. Give me a bloody chance. <laughs> <All
1: right.
0: laughs> Let me monologue just a little bit. Um so yeah, you know, I I'm curious to to hear what you guys think of these places. Um in a very succinct because you know there's only a limited amount of time left um way you know what what has been your drive what has been your your um your your feeling about about going out there
2: um so in the most succinct way possible that is uh my personal happy place
1: uh,
0: you told me it was lying in my lap <laughs>
1: Having a, a it, Joey and Ross doll <laughs> nap together.
2: <laughs> just when you stroke my face. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've ge- genuinely, I've I've said this for for a number of years now because we've been going to to Temptation um, for five years. We are members there. We bought in on our second trip, um, basically just a timeshare. But you know, it's it's very much worth it if 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 you do go. Um, but it's the sort of place where. You know, we do a 10, 11-hour flight, depends on the, 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 the flight. I get there, I get to our room, I get to the, the the Sky Bar, whatever it is, and I can just feel myself decompress because it's, for me, I'm surrounded by my tribe. The, not everyone there, by any means, is in the lifestyle. Probably 40% of the people there are lifestyle. But everyone there is there to have a good time, they're nice. You know, I very rarely met anyone that I would consider an asshole that was there. One of them was one of them was a Scots guy and I was like, fucking hell, you would have one asshole that I meet bloody Scottish. Um, but it's that thing where every time we go we meet amazing people, we eat amazing foods, we have a great time, we get involved, we do the games, we do the theme nights. And we we end up, you know, hooking up with couples, singles, orgies, whatever it is. We live our lifestyle without ever feeling the need to hide who we are. Mm. And when we're in the UK, while we have a significant amount of lifestyle friends, we do have some vanilla friends. Mm. And we do find sometimes that when we go and spend time with our vanilla friends and they ask what we did and how it was New Year and all that Mm -hmm. sort of stuff. We we skirt the truth or we lie, and I don't really enjoy doing that. And it's not that we don't tell any of our vanilla friends uh, about our lifestyle in any way. It's we have certain friends who we know would not um, view us the same way.
1: Can I, I ask think- you a quick question, babe, briefly before um, Emma Stone gives us her little version as well? Going back to the very beginning, um, Barney, when we were talking about your your <coughs> life prior to. Being with Emma Stone mm. and how you've grown up around those kind of peer groups and those uh, that got that kind of exposure to lifestyle and swinging being acceptable and po- sex positive, and now mm. you know you've just said how hard it is to to be yourself around friends that don't understand. Mm. And do you ever yeah. wish that you could? Do you ever think back and think, well, I I kind of had this from a much earlier age and like i was okay with it and this is really hard now but people don't want to accept it
2: yeah i mean yeah we we've we've joked and i I mean this in a in in the most flippant way that it is going to come across but it's almost more uh socially unacceptable to be a swinger than it uh, potentially was to be gay.
1: Yeah. Or, or, yeah, I agree.
2: Or, 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 even, or even on parallel of, of potentially being trans in some communities. Yeah. You know, pe- know. people um, can sometimes have the view of, you know, well, we, we've experienced that. I mean, people that we're incredibly close with um, and we have told them, and some people have reacted absolutely fantastically and, and, and you know, have even enjoyed some experiences themselves. Other people have gone so far the other way mm-hmm. um, that it's destroyed a relationship. And with some of our um, close friends, I mean, we, we'd always, we've always tried to be honest with them and we have floated certain scenarios, you know, oh, have you heard this person has an open relationship with X and the yeah. vitriol that comes from them sometimes about what a marriage really is mm-hmm. tells us that this is not a conversation to have with I, them. And, I know, and, yeah. and so it means we have to hide that lifestyle if we want to maintain the friendship. Yeah.
1: It's, it's so difficult to live with those judgments isn't it when um in, yeah. you know, that, that immediate stereotype we jump to is oh you just do a bit of white swapping then Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and, and and we've had this conversation before right? the, the four of us mm. where you know I, i'm i'm very similar similar to yourself where i will happily have a conversation with someone if they have some questions i will i will answer your questions what i'm not going to do is engage in your preconceptions or your misconceptions and feed into that Mm. and make it a joke because you know this is our lifestyle and it is something that we are passionate about and it's something that we want to uh, promote as a positive thing but yeah I'd, I'd never like my my lifestyle to be mocked or uh I, I know, yeah, just an object to ridicule with, that, mm. that some people would
0: take into it. I guess the the, the tricky thing is though, if, is if you compare it to being gay or being trans, or whatever, is that that those things are intrinsically within somebody, and they are who they are. And I guess as much as swinging might be with, or being ethically non-monogamous might be within your blood, actually, it is a choice. It is yeah. a you know you decide to be that <laughs> that thing.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, cool. And as a result, it's a lot harder to to get people to understand it and especially when it's sort of extremely against social norms Mm. um and you know hey i'm a i'm a promoter so i you know i've got 101 reasons as to why it could absolutely really help a relationship Mm. but but also to a certain extent i i 100 agree that for some people it just isn't for them it just wouldn't work and you know I
2: mean some people we've met it's it's like they take it as a judgment or an attack on their chosen lifestyle rather than promotion Mm -hmm. or uh, asking to be accepted for for your lifestyle
0: yeah Yeah. absolutely and and people want you to to offer up some sort of almost excuse for doing what you're doing so they can destroy it yeah. In a way, it's it's uh, yeah, we we we've definitely been there before. Yeah. Um. So okay, before we before we close this up, because we've been going for nearly an hour, we're doing quite well, guys. <laughs> <laughs> very well. We'll be editing this way. No, no. I, I'm. You know, we've got two days before this comes out. The, the chances of any editing is, is very, 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 completely slim at the time. Um, and I've done very well in that I've gone um, at least an hour talking to Emma Stone without mentioning the word anal. Um, so. You know. <laughs> i quite well. um, uh, But
1: you were thinking it all this time.
0: I, well, I was thinking
1: <laughs> it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but one of the things that I wanted to bring up with you is um that that you know we we the last time we spoke to you and the last time our gentle listeners would have heard um your voices were at your social. Oh yes.
3: Yes. yes. Indeed. Um,
0: so.
2: Apologise <laughs> for how drunk I sounded. Well, I. <laughs> well, just drunk we
1: were all house. pretty drunk. I think worry. as
0: a as a four. Uh, blood count and alcohol, alcohol see I see kind of say it alcohol <laughs> count was probably much higher than 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 legally uh, needed however no
2: judgment
1: here.
0: so as as unseen lounge you guys have have created a social up in nottingham um the success of that has been absolutely fantastic the feedback has been great the people we've spoken to have been amazing we've had listeners get in touch and tell us about mm. the fun times that they've had there how, like what? How do you go from just yeah? I'll, I'll blow more smoke, but do you, you know, keep stroking his ego. <laughs> I know he enjoys it. So we've kind, you know, you've kind of gone from this this swinging lifestyle. You've gone from this absolute journey to this kink place, and at the same time, you've also started off this social design to help get people together. Can tell us a bit about that.
3: <laughs> as you, as you well, I think initially, <laughs> slightly selfish reasons We wanted yeah. to meet people who were like-minded So we moved yeah. from uh, Buckinghamshire up to um, Leicestershire, Nottinghamshire area A lot and of shire. All the shires, yeah What, and what shire we is next? <laughs> <laughs> this thing, it was the case of, actually, not only do we enjoy playing with people We enjoy people with the same interests yeah. um, So we had a couple of friends who are also lifestyle and also actually kink, uh, and we clubbed together and start initially began the socials, and that's kind of how it, how it started. Yeah. It's evolved since then.
2: I mean, we we, we wanted to attend one, and, yes, and you know that was we, we'd heard about the Bristol social, and that's that's quite a, a a large one. It's I think it's probably one of the best known ones. It's also
0: around. the noisiest fucking social that i i'm still angry about that place yes. literally care. you could be talking Probably. to me right so if you just carry on talking normally i'll i'll replicate for listeners what it's like being at that social
1: exactly not not a lie talk,
2: and and the reality was there just wasn't one not, um, not like so or... we we just kind of said well Fuck it, you know. If there isn't one, we'll 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 try one. So oh. so, like I said, we talked to a couple of our friends. Uh, they thought it was a great idea, so we all pitched in together. Um, our first one had about sixty people. Rented out uh, a restaurant, which was probably a little bit overzealous of us. Um, it was
3: the kind of the, the, nice. the restaurant area of a nice. Yeah, pub. yeah. Restaur- so you uh, had yeah. a bit of food. Basically,
0: and- you field of dreamed it.
2: We very much built
3: we the dream. We did, but I think it was a good starting yeah. point though because it was it was a venue that wasn't too large. Yeah. We we learned from perhaps like mistakes of ordering too many chips. Not
0: oh,
2: gossip. <laughs> um, <laughs> it
3: was a great that's, starting that's a point of oh, do you know what? There are actually a lot of people yeah. who have said, Oh, this is great and we've enjoyed it and we you know, we said the people that we've met there, that's initially how I met my Don. That's initially how we met two of our like close friends who we went to um new year's with we met um the other couple from Leeds. like we've met some and and our dominatrix friend we've (laughs) actually met loads of great people just from our first social event and from then it was do you know what that was really positive lots of fun however this is what we can do next so the next one was better and actually i think subsequently each time they've got better and better and the one that we we did have planned, which will be rearranged soon. <laughs> we'll be don't re-arranged. worry, don't worry. <laughs> um, but we were actually really excited about it because we stumbled across this amazing venue yeah. in Nottingham that we thought, oh, this would be fantastic. And now that we have sort of between 120, and 150 people yeah. coming to the events, it meant that it was a space that we could hire and people would have a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, and for us, it's not all about, right, we're going to meet people because we want to hook up. It's about yeah. meeting people who, A, perhaps want to learn, People who want to meet people for social reasons, or people who want to meet and connect, and then meet people to play elsewhere. So yeah. that's what it's been for us.
2: Now that that was that was one of the most important things for me when I was putting it together was there wasn't this, or rather, we didn't know about it if it did exist when we started in this. So mm. so much like you guys have said, you know, here's all of our mistakes. but mm. you know, this is very much aimed at newbies. I mean, what we have lots and lots of uh, Is veterans <laughs> <laughs> attend but it's a great venue for for newbies because yes. it's no play there's no pressure. no pressure and again it's it's all all about that make some friends make some connections without that pressure of play because of we've talked to lots of people from you know anyone from 18 to, to 60 you know that that we have uh, we've learned amazing stories of and amazing yeah. experiences and recommendations and it's conversations that personally i probably wouldn't have had had a met them in a club because again when you're in that when you're in a club environment you go in with a hope Mm. rather than an agenda (laughs) a hope that you'll meet someone that you're attracted to that they're attracted to you as well and you you get to to have that fun experience at a club if that's your only exposure to the lifestyle it can feel a little bit transactional whereas i i have people that um i've I've met of our socials that have become fast friends they go out horse riding together they they're on the chats together i mean even now we've got old chat groups that have now started doing a, a mini pub quiz <laughs> on, on, Aww, nice. know, just keeping in touch with each other and, and for me like I'm, I'm not inputting into this whatsoever but it's such a lovely thing for me to to just have that little touch point where i think i i put that little thing together or we put that little thing together yeah. And there's a it's connection positive. and there's a community there.
1: Are you hoping yeah. that one one day when one of them gets married, you'll be invited to the wedding? Like <gasps> still black? a black. Like bar. a surprise no, like a blind date kind of thing. <laughs> the first social swinger hybrid crossover wedding event.
2: <laughs> I, would, I would definitely turn on
1: to that. <laughs> oh, do you know what? I think I think the socials are a fantastic idea. And you know, we God knows we've been to some socials that have been lousy and we've gone away going, we could do this better. And you know you're absolutely right. It's a great way of bringing like-minded people together who just want to get to know people, and there's no you know slutty undertone. I think this is an after party. I
0: think, darling, you're <laughs> forgetting that that um, their social was very good, and we enjoyed Lovely. a lot. Yes, there, you need to you need to sort of yeah. mention that. That's what I'm but, saying, you
1: know, yeah, you know, socials are fantastic. Like, well done, well done on you. It,
0: it's a good thing for the community, I think, and in uh, in in a way, that brings new people into the lifestyle. <laughs> benefits everybody. And I and I don't, I, it means you know, I mean that in two different ways. You know, there is the hey, new blood. Woo! Let's <laughs> have a look and see who we want it's to play not with. A cult. But also the, the the more people that see this as an actual enjoyable um, hobby. Mm. It, yeah. I don't know why oh. I've gone all Hobby. Well it is a hobby. It is it's
3: normalizing, isn't yes. it? Yes. We get a team Sharper together. But it's that normalization like, you know, people who we've met, who are completely new, say, oh, you know, you guys are actually, this is a nice bar that you've organised. People who dressed nicely and people are, are talking like normal folk. And I, I think that, for some people, is kind of so enlightening. Like, oh, wow, it's not creepy and seedy and full of people groping each other. That in itself is, is really positive.
2: <laughs> and on the flip side, that's exactly what other people want. I mean, we do get contact with people <laughs> that say, oh, no, I'm not coming unless... You know, it, it's a play event. And, and again, that's, that's absolutely fine. It's just not what, what we do. But
3: hmm.
2: yeah, in a long winded way of answering it, I, <laughs> we want to run something for the community. Because again, this is the lifestyle, you know, something new to us, but lifestyle has been something that's always been um, part of my psychology, my, my makeup. And actually, why wouldn't I want to do something for, for my tribe? Um, and and, yeah and that's 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 my driver behind it i mean it's it's a lot of effort it's a lot of time um you know know there's there's you know it's certainly not a money spinner or anything like that (laughs) it's not a business or anything um but it's something that brings the community together it allows us to meet new people and and have Have a great time and a little party for the night
0: Actually, Barney, I, I, I can really attest to that. It's a lot of fucking work. And it it, it is and really is. And it's like herding cats. But actually, there's
2: the, the... lots of people to do it, but be prepared, especially if you're going to use Fab. It is oh, tedious. of work
0: using mm-hmm. Fab as a platform to promote uh, a, a social. Hang on. I love the way that Mrs. H is there going, tedious, so tedious, tedious, tedious shaking watching her head. You yeah. She has it. done <laughs> fuck all on no, organising anything. Anyway.
1: <laughs> I organized the
3: fucking. Yeah, hello that, i have to say barney is the one who really does put the effort in and organises it and does all the spreadsheets and everything else i kind of turn up on the night with a gin in my hand and say hi so.
1: <laughs> and uh talk about anal and mr h yeah talk about anal you know put a
3: little dress did we
1: not share like a whole bucket load of marmalade cocktails last time oh goodness me there's marmalade marmalade was breakfast cocktails oh they were
3: so
1: good <laughs> oh my god
3: Sandwich with me mate. I,
1: did. I did. I did have least. a sandwich with you. I did was She amazing. was very
0: upset to have to share any kind of food though. Yeah, <laughs> Sharon is Karen. It's right. Really...
1: <laughs> Apparently it's what we do.
0: <laughs> so guys, um, first up, um, before we close this up, thank you ever so much for joining us. It's been absolutely oh, fucking lovely. lovely. lovely.
3: lovely. Well, thank you for having
0: us. Well, it it's been lovely seeing you, but also lovely talking to you. So, yes. um, in terms of the unseen lounge, how can the people find out about where to go what, what to do how to get there Once and the
1: corona gets barney
0: on. a lot of pressure on you mate
1: i'm sure yes. I'm assuming I, the other I, one I, that I, knows <laughs> this doesn't know apparently <laughs> so, um,
2: if you're on fab we are the unseen lounge um, if you're on uh, twitter it's at unseen lounge uh, Fet life uh, you can get me on uh Again, unseen lounge. Um, we also have we also have a website, um, the unseen
1: lounge. How,
2: how <laughs> it all connects to each other, and we we promote on on the website and on all the social media platforms when we're hosting them. Um, but if you've got any questions, any queries, any ideas, um, yeah, drop me a line. It's you know I'm, I'm all about collaboration. If people want to be involved, if people want help and support, let us know.
0: And whereabouts are you guys based? Just, just in case they want to rock up.
2: Well, our home address. Well,
3: no. <laughs> yeah, your postcode, come on. It, doors open, we but we can, may call. We tend to have all our events in Nottingham City. Yes. Um, we are based in Nottinghamshire, but Nottingham Centre tends to be where we host the events.
2: Yeah, the, the events always move venue, which yes. is why we called it the Unseen Lounge. So it's, the idea is to, to sort of have it in... Plain sight, but it's not overt. So every event that we run will be in a different venue. We always try and do it um, very upscale, and every every event is is more upscale than the last. This event, when we do eventually do it, we are looking at um, an inter uh, immersive rather not interactive, immersive. an immersive burlesque um show which Mm. don't ask me what that is yet but But it sounds very intriguing
1: i had 10 questions i was going to ask you specifically (laughs) about immersive burlesque
2: i i will direct you to uh well that
0: well that sounds amazing hopefully um also if people do want to meet you you'll be able to come down south so yes, our social
1: When our yeah. social Gets yes. we get back in free, We'll be there With our
0: immersive um, Drinking games <laughs> <You're>
1: <laughs> Fully, fully
3: immersive. immersive That's amazing So we can't wait
0: so yeah the venue the venue is sorted um the date is not so when the uk is not fucked <laughs> yeah,
1: not in lockdown
0: yeah um along with the rest of the world yeah we'll be sorting our new date and hopefully but, you guys oh my god what down. a
1: party it's gonna be because it's... everyone oh, will be, be so ready yeah. to party then
3: right
0: i am i cannot wait to <laughs> sit in a bar and talk to emma stone about anal again for four <laughs> hours <laughs>
3: You
0: can talk about anal any time, Mr. H. <laughs> that's going to be my ringtone now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, Next episode.
1: It's going to be really <laughs> awkward Next when we work time. again.
0: Anal Mr. H is episode 74, folks. <laughs> it's going to take you at least an episode to get round to this. Um, thank you very much, guys, for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's been so nice chatting to you. And um, we hope you're surviving in, in this lockdown. And hopefully everyone's enjoyed um, these little insights into your lives.
1: Yeah, uh, I just want to add, you know, how sexy is Barney's accent?
0: No, it's not at all. It's really nice. <laughs> I think
1: I think people are like that accent.
0: Do you? I yeah, know.
1: people are a sucker for good accents. Yeah, all right then. Mm-hmm. Fair mm-hmm.
0: anyway. uh,
2: uh, I. I... Cannot comment on this. <laughs> I, I, I will thank you for, for the
0: compliments and shut my mouth.
1: Out. <laughs> Hush your guts. <laughs> Licensed to <my> <laughs> <out. laughs> All right.
0: All right. Hit the red button, dear.
1: Hit the red button. Yeah. Do, do you, do oh, you want me to the thank thing. people? Do a thing.
0: No, no. You oh. don't need to do the thing. Yeah, I do need to. Do the All end. right. You can do the thing.
1: Well, thank you for hopping into our bed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So you may well be expecting us to do some sort of bit at the end here. Uh, But really, we haven't actually prepped anything at all. In fact, I'm just editing this on uh, Sunday afternoon. Actually, it's evening now. uh, An attempt to do something and put it at the end of this, which I guess I've now done.
3: I'll give you something awesome to talk about. Like what? i leveled up to level 14 (sighs) for
0: one. Yeah. Boom. Well done, dear. I
3: know.
0: Okay. Anyway, what I was going to suggest was um, we're now doing a whole suite of stuff on youtube and on instagram so uh, most saturdays at the moment um since Geddon is going on continuously uh you can join us at 9 p.m uk time and uh, have a bit of quizzy fun with us so because
3: uh... you rascals she's just a rascal <laughs> a crazy <laughs> rascal